Yeah, right. Okay, guys. Just, keep it serious. Yeah, yeah, we got to do serious. this. You're here. Uh, you're listening to the eighth episode of Rosso Talks. We are going to talk about customer behavior in this episode and some other news that you're going to hear about. My name is Hamad Jaffe. I'm Ali Reza Josie. And this is Mohammed. So, Ayrezad, uh, in terms of customer behavior, what changes we have seen so far in the past few years? You know, taking these like past three years as, as pinpoints, it's really interesting that in every single country you go, there's changes in somewhat different ways. So, uh, for example, right now, I mean, ordering taxi with your smartphone is, is, is viral, right? I mean, it's... Everywhere I mean, in the world. Snap in, is in the vocabulary of Iranian. Yeah, I mean, is the first... Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I never thought it would shift this fast. But my mom uses it, my little brother uses it. So when my, when my mother uses that, I take that as a, as, a, as a good shift in customer behavior towards technology. Yeah. And what I see is, so, uh, I mean, how many, in European cities, uh, the, um, people in senior ages, they do not use Uber that much. No, I don't think but, it's as much as here in Iran. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, the seniors are using Snap here. So that's really interesting. And uh, so how, how well that has shifted. And that creates a big market and a, and a tech-savvy good market to invest in. I you guess. know, the other point is that if our parents are starting to using it, it should, they have to put a lot of effort. I mean, they can't connect to the application. The concept is weird for them too, like uh, grab a taxi via your, your smartphone. But when they put that much effort to just learn it and use it, yeah. it shows that it uh, this service bring brought so much value to the market that even the uh, like the parents elderly starting to using this kind of. But the thing is, new apps are really um, intuitive that even some someone who doesn't know the language can use the app so easily. I mean, the the uh, Snap added uh, Snap so. Just for our listeners, Snap is the uh, Uber of Iran. So we don't have Uber in Iran, but we have a couple of uh, locally made applications. One of them is Snap. The other is Tapsi. What else do we have? So Tapsi is, you, you write it Tap30, but 30 in Farsi is C. C yeah. So it makes it Tapsi. So I, I mean, these, are, these are the two major guys, right? Yeah, yeah. And Tapsi, uh, and the competition is good. Yeah. I mean... Uh, it's gonna like uh, expand the market yeah. so because just... right now there are two companies that are investing to build the market actually. Mm. So I guess it's good for uh, Snap as well. I just got some info two days ago from a Snap driver. They have thirteen thousand drivers. Wow! So not all of them are active uh, at one point, but there's thirteen thousand registered drivers. I mean, and we're talking about a city of forty million. Tehran alone is forty million people. So. Talk about a big market. And because they, they are based on region, their pricing. Exactly. You get uh, normally two or 3,000 uh, cheaper prices from Tapsi. So that's one yeah. strategy for Tapsi to enter the market. So Snap is the guy that came into the market first. They got yeah. a first-hand advantage, advantage when, it, when it comes to the, uh, the Uber cloning. 
But uh, Topsy, so they're going to pricing, right? Yeah. So that's good for us as users. And and uh, drivers' behavior as well. Mm -hmm. Many people say that uh, Topsy's driver are more polite and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. what I saw too. It's good to have a competition like this. Even uh, we have heard of uh, some international companies, foreign companies, thinking about entering the Iranian market. But uh, going back to my point, I was uh, no, I was gonna say this. So Snap the, on the app, they added uh, the, right now they have English, German, uh, French. Uh, so next to Farsi, of course. And the thing was, so I I knew many for, uh, foreigners who who used the app before before the app uh, had you know in English it was in English, so the thing is the app was so intuitive that even some foreigner could use the app really easily. But you know they have a big problem here: What's the payment. That? Oh yeah, you know so they, they bring cash. cash they bring cash here. Dollars. So they either have to pay cash or use the. You Iranian know, but it's like cumbersome for them. You know, to like. Uh, they can't relate to the to our currency because we have two, uh, one official real currency and we have an unofficial oh, yeah. one, two one. So many people who came to Iran for the first time yeah, they got confused. And, you yeah. know, they think that the people who you know, cheat on them. Think, when, when we're actually explaining yeah. this concept, we always think to ourselves, why, why is, is it, it like, like this? That? Yeah, yeah, that, that's a bit interesting. And just FYI. Uh, Truman is uh, has one zero less than real, yeah. so you have to divide it by. If you divide real by ten, yeah. you get the yeah, Truman. You remove one digit and it becomes Truman. Yeah. A good friend of mine was. Uh, we were talking, and uh, he said this interesting point. He said in 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 a in a market where the UX designers, the quality of UX designers get Im gets improved, you you can directly see. The influence in customer behavior that was really interesting. So you you mentioned like Snap, the, the 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 user experience, the UX was so good that even if when it was in English, the foreigners were using it. Even so, if it was in so el when it comes to elderly, so if 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 an app for example is too crowded, uh, I don't think old people will use it. I don't think seniors will use it. Yeah. Only like you know people in a young age. So I think the improvement of UX designs in Iran was also a good. Uh, good motivator in absorbing uh, different customer cohorts yeah. to technology. And since we are, we have talked about uh, Uber clones here, uh, recently a uh, taxi organization of Tehran tried to shut down a snap. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so and they got the help from like uh, industry and mine uh, ministry. They. But they didn't succeed, huh? No, actually, they could stop the taxi organization of Tehran from uh, closing down Snap. Mm. So it shows that actually the government are paying attention to the users. Yeah. And they see that users want to use this kind of uh, services. So they're kind of stopping other semi-governmental uh, organization. Uh, you know, because they announced six months ago that they would launch their call center. Oh, yeah. She's the Uber clone. Yeah. She wrote about it on Tech Cross this actually. summer, but they didn't launch it because of course. it's semi-governmental. They are not agile. They are, they can't just possibly order something and you know launch it here. You know the business model is it's a, it's a disrupting business model in every yeah. every market. So uh, when me and Hamid were we were in uh, Pirate Summit when, three weeks ago, we were we actually wanted to get Uber and we realized. Uber is not working in Germany anymore. Yeah. So the same thing happened there. So, so 
taxi drivers were really angry about Uber and uh, yeah, they shut you it know, down. You know, in many cities we have like uh, the people uh, and driver uh, objected to Uber, like uh, Berlin, Paris, uh, I guess London. I think every single yeah. city. Yeah, also yeah, in yeah. North America too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw exactly. this video in Toronto where the where the uh, where the taxi drivers are pro protesting, and he found out that a car that was passing by was an Uber driver, yeah. and they kind of beat him up and stuff. So like, wow. uh, yeah, th those well, it stuff seems are happening. The taxi drivers in Iran they actually like these systems, like using apps like this. So I think it's about the uh, the taxi agencies, which we call agents. Those are the guys that are losing it, right? Yeah. An interesting thing, Tapsi got governmental funding. So they, they that that's the major competitor of Snap, which came in later. So it's really interesting that they, they found out that they need governmental support in order to uh, stand against these projects. You know, when you have a semi-governmental competitor, <laughs> you should be backed by of the government. Of course. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so yeah, that, that was an, I think that was a smart choice to go with governmental funding as you well. You know, but at the end, it creates so much value for the people. I mean, and for the people and the drivers as well. Yeah. Drivers, uh, they don't have to, like, uh, you know, uh, just drive around to get a, a customer. They can just stay in one place and they can find their customers easily mm -hmm. and the users you know stopping by the yeah, street good, you know good amount waving of your hand and the payment is cumbersome with the taxi drivers yeah. they don't have like enough uh, uh, cash yeah so all it's always a headache so I always ask the drivers how much they earn and some of them are kind enough to say so a below average day they earn about hundred thousand tomans which is roughly $30, so that that's a good amount of earning in Iran. So that thirty dollars really a day, huh? Thirty dollars a day. So sometimes they earn three hundred thousands, which is about, let's say, ninety dollars a day. So okay. for, uh, for Iranian market, that's a good that's a good earning. And and that's their turnover or that's their net profit. Yeah. So you have gas money too, right? So yeah. that's what what that's what goes to their pockets. So yeah. they have to also pay for the gas and all that. But that that is still. Uh, an interesting number when it comes to that. And you know, and uh, this kind of Uber clones, they uh, they help uh, with the uh, pollution of Tehran, you know? Pollution, yes, of yeah. course, of course. Employment as well, I mean, 13,000 And people, people. Uh, students, like people uh, can have like second jobs beside, yeah. you know, they can earn yeah, money. Yeah, it's becoming really common for people to have a day job and then at night they work for Snap or... Yeah, yeah. Because most, of the, well, most of the drivers I asked, this is their, that was their second job. Yeah. yeah. I actually saw a programmer once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he told me that like, I'm, I'm, I'm working, like I'm programming and stuff. You know, one job is not enough <laughs> in yeah. today's Iran. You have to work at two jobs <laughs> to earn enough money, That's you right. know? I know that we, are, we have talked about uh, Uber clones and Snap and Tapsy. Guys, what do you say if we change the topic to Uber clones instead of customer behavior? Customer yeah. behavior you know? <laughs> so we wrote about online shops and, uh, and the behavior towards online shopping yeah. against offline shopping so, as well. So one reason for this change was the quality of apps 
and the websites and the services and you know in normal day you can't go to a shop and buy something and just turn it back they won't accept it so yeah um, online websites were the only the so first change. better policies. return policies yes. is uh, the other change that we have seen lately i mean it, it's really common to you know b go buy something in iran and then when you go back to the shop they said we're not going to take it back even if you have the receipt and everything but the online shops like bomilo and digicolor they changed this perception in the past years so even there are some websites like like uh, fashion websites you can buy some clothes online they bring it to your door and then you can choose if you want to uh, you know even try try the clothes the on the sizes the sizes and everything yeah. they can bring you like four sizes and you choose from them and tell them if you want to take the uh, clothes or not and you know it's at the end, it's a profit for the like e-commerce websites of because course, they yeah. are holding, they are uh, holding the money in their accounts. I mean that for two. Weeks oh yeah, imagine. folks, that's a revenue model in Iran. Yeah, so don't. <laughs> so cash in Iran is actually a product. What that means, if you have cash in your account, you get nineteen percent interest on that money per year. So keep the money in the bank and, and that's a long term or short term uh, 90% so 90% uh, per year so yeah. that means you're getting the equivalent of 90% per month yeah uh, of that interest and that's still a lot so, so I, I know people that have lot that have a big amount of money in their bank accounts and they're getting interest every month and that equals to their income so it's yeah. like having two incomes so if your business doesn't have profit more than like 20% <laughs> It's better for you mm -hmm. to like open up a bank account in Iran That's an interesting and get that twenty yeah. percent. That's an interesting saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's really bad for the. Same thing. But they're they they uh, they're turning down the rates. Yeah. So, so it was twenty three percent a year ago, right? Is it that nineteen? They decreased yeah, it so by eight really percent. So yeah, that, that's massive. Yeah. So in, that, that actually really uh, that helps in uh, absorbing investments. Uh, and th and th that that and that helps the like SMEs in Iran. Of course, know? of course. Small businesses can start their venture. So, because you you need to start businesses to earn more than twenty yeah. percent. If it's fifteen, then you don't put the money in the bank. From the investor's perspective, if the if the place, the company, the startup that I want to invest in does not give me a return over ten hundred percent, or maybe less than twenty percent. Mm -hmm. So that, that's a difference, right? So uh, if you want to help a startup just for the sake of helping, you still need uh, a return more than 20% because it's like putting the money in the bank. So if w when the interest rate is so high, uh, less investments are happening. Well, startup is a different thing. It's exponential. It's 30x, 100x exits, for example. But uh, when, when it comes to real estate, different sectors, that really counts. Yeah. So the lower the bank interest, the more investments. Another factor here is the more uh, more reliable internet connection. Oh yeah. So internet got faster, cheaper in the past couple of years. Even months. <laughs> in the yeah. past, even yeah, even the uh, mobile operators. The I, I actually helped a lot with the statistics in Iran's in internet statistics. And, and right now, a few days ago, I know I we are cool with Iran cell, but not that cool. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, recently, I purchased uh, an internet package from uh, Iran Cell. Uh, 
170 gigabytes for six months. Okay. And I paid for each gigabyte around uh, half a dollar. 50 cents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's really cheap. You can compare this price so you, you to any other like country. But you, when you add other factors as internet quality, you know, and the reception. But the quality uh, was good, right? It's, it's not as good as before. I think it depends on where you are. It depends on where you are. But it's good in Tehran. But in other provinces, yeah, no, they can't just. But technically, on paper, there's. Uh, in 200 cities in Iran, there, there's LTE connectivity yeah. and 3G connectivity in 600 cities in Iran. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, quality-wise, you cannot say they're all top-notch, right? I mean, Iran still skipped 3G. They went for 4G straight forward. They just tested their 4.5G. Yeah. And so th- that's actually that's a technology that is new everywhere in the world, not just Iran. So uh, it's, 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 uh, there's a sense of hope here that... We are now exactly where the world is in terms of IT in many senses and in internet. When you lift the exclusivity and you have a like foreign company working as a partner partner to Iranian company, I mean, half more than half of Iran's uh, uh, Iran still belongs to like MTN. company based in Iran. Okay. MTN has forty nine percent, but. The actual fact that MTN is working in South Africa and many emerging countries, they have the technology. So when they import the 4.5G technology into Iran, the other operators have to keep up with that. So that brings competition, that brings more value to the end user, you know, the customers. So how do you see the state of competition in mobile operating networks? I mean, MCI has its own problems because MCI... They don't have like international partner as Iran cell. Of course, you know everything for Iran cell is ready. They tested oh. it before. They just have to implement it here. Yeah, it makes but sense. MCI no and Rytel no. But I mean, at, at the uh, last trip of uh, communication ministry into South Korea with the Samsung Electronics, there were only two operators in that meeting, from Rytel and MCI. There was no one from MTN, Iran cell. Because they didn't need they it. They don't the, need it. Yeah. Yeah. They don't need the technology. So I guess, uh, and there are talks uh, about Orange purchasing some of the shares of MCI in a stock market. So uh, they're finding new ways yeah, to like import the technology into the country. Orange has a good history of buying and selling shares in different mobile operating networks. I hope if they actually they do, do make the a same deal. with MCI. Well, I mean, I, I lived in Austria and I had Orange for many years. And when you go to Austria now, you don't see Orange anywhere because it, it, it kind of sold its shares to a, a, a local operating network. And yeah. to me, it, it, it gives this perception that they're they I don't wanna, know. They're here for the profit. And I mean, it's a business at the end. But yeah. what we really, really want as users is better quality internet. Yeah. I mean, we hope if Orange actually comes to Iran and. Uh, works with MCI in any form to get better technologies. The services that MCI is uh, giving people is... I mean, antenna reception is not bad, actually. So actually, in in the metro stations on the uh, underground, you can get up to like 30 megabits internet while using... From Iran Cell? From Iran Cell, yeah. Yeah, Iran Cell has the fastest... But, uh, you know, with Rytel, you don't even have a signal down there. (laughs) 
MCI comes MCI is okay, but you don't have a signal with right. But um, anyway, some good statistics from Iran says that they recently announced they have 47 million subscribers on 2G network, 18.6 million on 3G, and 2.6 million on 4G network, which they launched their 4G network in less than a year ago, I guess, right? Yeah. And uh, the, um, the CEO of Iran Cell, Desfouli, he announced that from 2014 to 2016, their network traffic data grew about 25 times while the growth of data consumption in the world has doubled. You know, they have the infrastructure ready. Yeah. Uh, and they pour the internet in their network. So. <laughs> but this is really, you know, and different 25 times. And and with the fiber That's a typical object. thing in emerging markets, though. Technology grows really fast because oh, yeah. it's catching up really fast. And MTN with uh, investing in fiber, uh, national fiber optic of Iran. Oh, yeah. They, they would own the whole thing. Yeah, that's like, a bit embarrassing. We don't really have a national fiber optic network. It's all wireless now. I mean, are we skipping a technology? Yeah, we have skipped a couple of generations. I mean, I, I like fiber on uh, internet. It's safe. It's More secure. secure. No, I mean stable. that fiber optic uh, connecting all the provinces together. Yeah, and it's you good know, for and bring it too, to yeah. the end user at their doorstep. You know, yeah, I like that. It's in that I mean, that's sense. good. I mean, some people say let's skip a technology and just go to wireless. It's still more common in other countries. I mean, wireless internet is uh, more expensive in other places, but yeah, in Iran it's different, kind of. I guess. I mean, right in India if they have escaped the like the cables. Yeah. yeah. They realize that if they do it wireless, uh, it it's more be expensive. So much if you do it with wires, it's cheaper. Right? Same yeah. thing in Africa yeah, yeah, yeah. too. So wireless technology is really growing fast in Africa, because yeah. you know cabling and networking of cables it's actually not that cheap. And one other important factor about uh, customer behavior, the content that uh, these uh, these online businesses brought to the uh, market, they somehow changed the user behavior. So Users what do you mean now, by content? I mean that Digicolor, before that, we didn't have like any source to know about the, uh, the specification of the product that we are buying. And the salesmen, they were selling us bullshit. Yeah, like, they weren't good enough. But yeah. right now on Digicolor, there's mm -hmm. this uh, section called Digimag, right? It's, yeah, it's called yeah, Digimag. Yeah, yeah. And they, they talk about the latest technology. They talk about the latest trends. And they review uh, different mm -hmm. products. They even have podcasts now, which is really interesting. So what I understand what to you, you guys are saying is content has translated into trust. Yeah, yeah exactly. It has yeah, brought yeah, yeah. more trust uh, for the customers. That's one thing. And another thing is securing the user's online presence. So uh, with the Iran cyber police, they have worked uh, really good recently. And they have, uh, they have had a significant role in reducing online crimes in the past years. Mm -hmm. And so if you have, if you have you know, witnessed any problems, you can just report it to them. And you can... You know, so that too also translated into trust again. More trust, uh, yeah. And shopping mm -hmm. online. Yeah, and also the, um, to have an sh uh, online shop in Iran, you need the special seals, online seals called Inamont. 
and a couple of uh, other seals. So this other uh, this seals show that your website is legit, and people can trust your website more. And this has also had a role in uh, the you know bringing more trust and customer behavior. So guys, this was the eighth episode of Rasa Talks. Uh, we are trying to bring you uh, the recent uh, changes and news and analysis on Iran's market. So this episode dedi was de dedicated to customer behavior and Uber clones. So let us know what topics are you know more interesting to you, and we can dedicate an episode just for that topic. And yes, Aliyazov, we are waiting for you to say something. <laughs> I'm really happy to be here. <laughs> so guys, watch the Worst World. This is a new TV series. Just a tip. What's uh, that? Worst the, World. The, the TV series he's talking about okay. all the time. Yeah. Okay. Watch it if you like like Game of Thrones and True Detective. <laughs> Watch it. See, this is such a good podcast that yeah. we're giving you tips on what to watch too. How awesome is yeah. that? <laughs> and why out of soap? Out of blue? Just talking about this again. I, I just wanted to share the information. Okay. I'm so excited. Thank you for so, sharing that. Thank you yeah. for sharing. We appreciate yeah. it a lot. Yeah. It's all about sharing and receiving. Then and brush your teeth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just you know, just a tip. Now. Okay, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.